Well, travel first again, and we're talking about the wee small hours of the morning for Chris Coleman. He's sitting there with a smirk on his face, and obviously he's been to some far-flung island somewhere. Chris, very good morning to you. How are you, sir? Greetings, Alex. I'm very, very well, and today we're going to talk about Tahiti. Ah. Uh, Now, Tahiti is an island, and the capital of the island is Papeiti, and it was our second port of call in French Polynesia, on board the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line ship Ovation of the Seas, and we're doing this all via Voom, the fastest internet at sea. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever been to French Polynesia? I, I, I don't know whether I have. I, so far, none of the places you've spoken with me about I have had any knowledge of, other than <laughs> Tahiti and Black Sand is what I remember. I don't know why I remember that, but Black Sand, it's kind of like eating a blue banana, isn't it? Uh, well, black sand is is basically volcanic sand, uh, right. sand that is formed off the slopes of volcanoes. Uh, the, the, when, when when the black volcanic rock gets to the beach and gets pounded away, over time it becomes sand. I'll show you a picture of some black sand a wee bit later on, but no, first a little good. bit about Papeiti and Tahiti. Now, if you're on a cruise ship that's going to dock at, at, at uh, Papeiti, remember you're coming in at a working port, so it's not exactly the most beautiful part of the island that you're going to arrive in to start with. Uh, and a round island tour generally starts at about 50 bucks US. We'll go up. They do take US currency. They don't generally take Australian currency. There are some places that will take credit cards. There are some that won't. It's a bit now, of a lottery. Uh, uh, 50 bucks US uh, for how many hours? That's about four hours to get all the way around the island of Tahiti. Uh, now, that also very much depends on the vehicle, the size of the group, the number of places they're going to stop at. Uh, there's a few other variables that will come into play there. But how, how many stops did you figure. make, for example? We made five on our way around the island, about 114 kilometres to do the circumference of Tahiti Nui. I'll explain the difference between Tahiti Nui and Tahiti Iti in a few minutes. But uh, it's 114 k's around there. And the island itself, it's home to about, a, say, just short of 200,000 people. Almost all of them live on the rim. Very few people live on uh, on the volcanic peaks or the volcanic slopes. So, so Tahiti Nui is big Tahiti. It, it's mm-hmm. bigger island. And then down here, there's a smaller island that they are connected by an isthmus, which is a very difficult word to say. The Taravao isthmus, in fact. And uh, for people who are sports fans, the Paris Olympics in 2024 will not just be confined to continental Europe. The surfing will take place at Tahiti Iti in the nice. South Pacific, which I think is absolutely yeah, think fabulous. It's terrific. No, it's wonderful. So so what? how do they make a living? What is the major industry? Tourism. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Tourism, okay. And apart from tourism, yeah, fishing. Fishing, uh, and and uh, and there are there are some there are some some, some tropical fruits and and, and uh, transport uh, industries in there, but it is largely tourism is, is and, the main industry. And so, are there new ships for, coming in virtually daily, or how how often do ships come in? Uh, it's not it's not really the cruise ships. It's more people flying into the resorts. So oh, there's okay, there's right. resorts on various islands dotted around through French Polynesia. A couple hundred islands of French Polynesia. Some of them inhabited, some of them uninhabited, uh, but. Uh, if you fly in, you've got to come in to Papeiti, to Tahiti mm-hmm. uh, itself, and then you change flights and go on in smaller planes to smaller islands around the place. Makes sense. Um, so, so tell me about some of the, like, I mean, you'll put some photos up there so we can talk about some of those, but what, what did you actually see that really took your breath away? 
the 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 main sites. I'm glad you asked, Alex. Let's talk. Let's go to the Point Venus Lighthouse first of all. Mm-hmm. Now, the the Point Venus Lighthouse as you're probably guessing, has something to do with the planet Venus, was actually uh, set up at the site where Captain Cook uh, came to to observe the transit of the planet Venus in front of the sun in 1769. Now, what's the big deal about that? Well, the planet Venus only goes in front of the sun, it goes past, and then about 10 years later it goes past again, and then it's 200 years or so until it does it again. Mm -hmm. So Cook was uh, on an expedition to the South Pacific to do that before he came to Australia, so 1769. Uh, he landed at what is now called Point Venus. Uh, by the way, William Bly moored the bounty there in 1788. That was his last port of call before the 1789 uh, mutiny as well. But this is the lighthouse. This is the lighthouse uh, there. It was the first lighthouse one, in two, South three, Pacific. Four, built five, in 18... six tier. Yeah. Hmm. It's, uh, I don't know the, the architectural style. I'm not big on architectural styles. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that the plans were drawn up by the father of the author, Robert Louis Stevenson. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, and nice. it is, mm-hmm. So there's some trivia for you. Well, it's, uh, it's you can interesting. Go to a trivia I, night with that one. Now. I'm speaking to you. I've just been to a a show called well, it's it's called Dance X, and it's part two. And one of the uh, a 65 minute piece, the last piece was quite powerful, and it was a it was an indigenous troupe that was talking about exactly this, Captain Cook. And, of course, the invasion of Australia, (laughs) right? So it's ironic that we're talking about this. And it was really very, very well done because there were musical instruments as well as dance. And it, well, not surprisingly, received a standing ovation. So it's it's ironic that we're talking about Captain Cook. But it was, (laughs) hey, I know this is not a theatre spot, but... We talk about all sorts of things. So there you go. Dance Indeed X we do. is on now in Melbourne. <laughs> and this is part two and part three we're seeing on Friday night. So there we go. Okay. Let's keep but, going. So that- uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. So the lighthouse there, uh, it, it's still the only one on Tahiti, by the way. And uh, uh, another piece about it, in World War II, the locals disguised it so the Japanese couldn't find it by painting coconut trees on it. Oh, okay. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Now, we, we went clockwise around the island from Papa'iti, so that's on the outskirts of Papa'iti. And by the way, I mentioned the bounty. We should probably show this. That's the memorial to the HMS bounty mm-hmm. uh, as well. So uh, that is uh, that is at the site as well. That's, that's about, oh, I don't know, 50. Yeah, it's, it's a rock with some faces on it, and there's, right. there's all the crew names are listed on the other side. Uh, that's about 50 metres from the lighthouse. But we went clockwise around the island and a little bit further around the island. It's a, a relatively short trek to the Ara Aho Aho blowhole. Now, unfortunately, the tide, as you can see in the picture, was very, very low. Yes. Because the tide was low, the blowhole was only blowing air. Blowing air doesn't make great photos, so I didn't take a photo of that. But this this small but beautiful black sand beach was one of the most stunning we saw on our circumnavigation. Well, sorry, when you say stunning, uh, I, 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 hate to, I hate to disagree. I mean... It's black sand and rocks. Where, where, where's, where's the beauty in that? I mean, the, I, want the, I want to see pristine beaches. I want to see pristine beaches like surface. I want to see surface paradise, white, beautiful powder sand. I, I, I've met my wife you can goes get, to, walk on that. <laughs> my wife, my wife. There goes is nobody to, on that beach, Alex. Well, let, okay, so that's nice. But I mean, apart from that, it, it, it's not exactly an expanse of sand. There's, there's a lot of rock and a little bit of sand. I didn't say it was an expansive. Oh, I no, said you it didn't? was pristine. I no, said, no, no, no. It, was, it's I said right. it was stunning. My, okay, good. I'm pleased. It, 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 it looks like a bit of black sand and a, a few rocks. That's it. 
Okay, and a bit of greenery look, in the look, background. Look, yeah, and the, and the greenie itself, it comes right down to the edge of the beach. So uh, okay. it, it, it is like you are lost on uh, in an island paradise. There, there are very few signs of civilization around, civilization around the beach. Nice. Uh, okay. The waves roll in. And, and look, it's very hard to capture in a still, but uh, the waves roll in and they, they seem to f- sort of bubble away a little bit more on the black sand on their way down than... Uh, than Where's than the blowhole, by the way? Like I mean, are we, talk, we're, are we we're talking the blowhole blow between... Sort of greenery, or where where was that? Oh, uh, the blowhole from where I took that photo. The blowhole's about fifty meters behind. Okay, so, cool. Uh, it, it it is very close to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, the tide was low. We didn't get to see water shooting out of the blowhole. There, there was it was like a, a an air cannon, so a rush of high pressure air, oh, and yeah. go make a loud whoomp. Uh, at higher tides, the water can travel several meters out of that, and it can uh, uh, drench the unsuspecting traveller as well. So that's something to look out for. You want some other stunning scenery? This is a couple of kilometers further around. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that, now, no, no, no. That, this, okay, that is stunning. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. Big waterfall down, down rocks and greener. That's very nice. Yeah, got it. Mm-hmm. Now, if I can, if I can, if I get this right, uh, by the way, there are there are waterfalls virtually all the way around the lower reaches of Mount Orahena, which is the, the peak at the centre of Tahiti Nui. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, let's see if I can get these right. These, this is one of three waterfalls. They are the Fa'arumai, the Ha'amarere Iti, and the Ha'amarere Rahi waterfalls. They're in about a 15-minute walk of each other. Uh, and no, I can't remember which one this is. Uh, but they, they, they are all equally stunning. They're how, all different. How large this one I loved. Is this that would be that would be I reckon that's a good 40 45 meters mm-hmm. to the top, okay? And yeah. uh, it was very hard to get a photograph of it because it doesn't fit in the camera. I had to turn to the panoramic setting and do that by hand and, and, and yeah, go up and well. down a couple of times, but uh, yeah, that is, that is absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. Uh, that they're all within a short walk of each other, that would be a great place to stop and have lunch. Uh, and have a feed if you wanted to, uh, as as you're continuing your way around the island. the The other site that we saw, and this was truly bizarre. This is on the southwestern corner of Tahiti Nui. It's it's the Mara'a Grotto. Now I'm not sure whether you can pick this up in the imagery here, but it's it it, it, it first of all it just looks like a cave with a bit of water in it. Yeah, if you look closely, does. In it, yeah, <laughs> so I'll drag my arrow. Singularly unimpressive, with it. I've got to say to you. Uh, much, much yeah. less impressive than the the photograph I pilloried with a little bit of sand. Yeah, go go yeah, for now, it. Tell it, me what's so exciting. Now, now, if if my arrow is now showing up for you, yeah, around here you can see some little droplets on the, little little marks on the water. This cave, it rains inside this cave. Oh. It rains twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, to the point that that water goes back hundreds and hundreds of feet mm-hmm. uh, into the underground. There there are sub caves down there. It is assumed, but right. it is very, very cold. It is very, very dark. That's actually a timed exposure. That's about a four-second timed exposure because it is so dark in that cave, or it was so dark at the time we went, that that was the only way to capture it was with that. But that water is very, very cold, but it is fresh water. It comes, so there's a, there's a, there's a, it's at the wettest part of the island in the southwest, which is where the prevailing winds come from. So the water falls on the surface mm-hmm. up the top. It seeps down through the rock and generates rain inside the cave, falling down into there. So that's some of the sights you'll see on the way around uh, Tahiti Island. And by the way, that's the ship, um, which I'm going to make that big. Wow, that's Let's a big this. ship. There we go. That is uh, that is uh, the overhead no, of the ship. Nice. ship we're on. That's, okay. doc- that's docked at uh, now, at, now, show us with your Tahiti. little pointer where, where your cabin is. is you're, you're, you're one of the exclusive uh, I'm up guests. here somewhere. Yeah, very nice. I'm I up like here it. somewhere. Okay. <laughs> very good indeed. Now, 
Okay, so in terms, you know, we talked about the new ship that the cruise company is going to introduce next year. Yes, I- I- Icon of the Seas. Yes. The Icons of the Seas, and, and we're at the moment on the ovation of the seas. So the mm-hmm. difference in, in percentage terms, how much bigger is the Icon of the Seas compared to the ovation of the seas? So Ovation of the Seas has 15 decks. Mm-hmm. Icon will go up several more. So I think 20. it's about 17 full decks and a couple of partial decks okay. to, to make up to make it up to 20. And, the uh, and it will be it will be only about I think it's only about eight or nine meters longer oh, okay. because they're they're reaching the point where if they go much bigger they can't actually fit into harbors. <laughs> so that's the that's the issue. <laughs> yes, I can understand you that. can't go much longer or wider because you add length and you add berth. Uh, you also have the ship that needs to sit lower in the water. So uh, if the ship sits lower in the water, there are harbours that it can't get into. So, um, okay, makes sense. I've got to ask you another question about Tahiti. I've got to ask you another question. Yes. Family destination or more singles, couples, what, what are we looking at? It's the kind of place, and I think I said this about uh, about Morea as well, it's the kind of place you'd go to get away from it all. Mm. Uh, the resorts are really the key attraction for for Tahiti, uh, also for Morea, also for Bora Bora. But, but the mainly as a couples or mainly for families, what would you say? Or both? I, 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 wouldn't take, I wouldn't take kids. Okay. I wouldn't take kids there because they're going to get very, very bored. bored. That's but if you're the about. kind of person, yeah, if you're the kind of person who can happily go to somewhere and sit and, say, digest a good book as the sun goes down with a nice bottle of bubbly nearby, uh, eat fresh seafood for dinner every night uh, and enjoy warm, humid weather 11 months of the year, it's going to be perfect Go for you. For there are resorts dotted around the island. The city itself, it, it's it's a true mixed bag. It's it's a combination of, of France and and the South Pacific cultures. The local cafes, some of the food that we saw, some of the food that I may have uh, slightly overindulged in. No, it was it was Paris. It wasn't really? it wasn't the South okay. Pacific. It was Paris. There were cream cakes that. Mm was half the size of my head um it was just it was just croissants gorgeous. as well there are some, oh yeah croissants croissants yep. baguettes okay. so the whole the whole french, oh, pastry the whole french experience okay. yeah yeah mm. uh, and and you asked about the industries before too there are cattle on uh, on 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 the on mm-hmm. some of the islands uh they're not there for meat they're there for for dairy purposes and the butter and the creams Absolutely delicious. All right, so, I look, think it's time. That... Uh, it's time for you to go. I reckon we're, we're going <laughs> to. We, we've enjoyed this travel first edition, and we'll keep on talking to Chris. Chris Coleman has been with us, and uh, he's on a nineteen-day cruise aboard the Ovation of the Seas. And we'll hear more on the next edition. You've been listening to Travel First. Available at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio or your favourite podcast player. You can also stream on demand at Bytes.com. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.